Welcome to the Talking Dad podcast. Welcome to the Talking Dad podcast. Try one more. Welcome to the Talking Dad podcast. Welcome to the Talking Dad podcast. Hello and welcome to the Talking Dad podcast. The podcast where we discuss all things dad. Fatherhood, parenting and men's mental health. Please check out the podcast show notes where you'll find all links for social media and the Patreon page. I hope you enjoy this episode and thanks for listening. Welcome back to Talking Dad Podcast. Johnny's back for the second time from Fatherhood Clothing Brand. And uh, if you want to hear Johnny's first conversation that we had back in April last year, that's episode 30. And that sort of outlines Johnny's dad life. And today we're going to have a bit of a catch up. and We're going to have a bit of a, a catch up on sort of any challenges or parenting wins that have happened in the past sort of 12 months. And then we're going to get onto some other stuff for fatherhood clothing brand. So Johnny, how are you doing? I am well, sir. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We've just had a, uh, it was my night to put the little one down to bed. And, uh, as soon as I got him down, he woke up. So we've had a bit of a disaster. <laughs> yeah. I was in a, a rush to get mine to bed because he's been sent home from school early the last two days poorly. So we'd had a, a massive sleep and I decided he wanted to get up not long before the podcast. So we've got him fed and cowpoled and back down again, just in yeah. time. Yeah, perfect timing for him to want to wake up. Um, so so what's, what's what's been up with him? Why has he been sent home from school? I, I thought yesterday maybe he just didn't fancy being in school because the, the teacher strike um, on Tuesday where we are meant that we had a day at home. And it's been a long time since we've had a full day of just me, him and his sister. So I went to the park and the cafe and ice cream and cake and everything. So I thought in the morning when he didn't want to go to school, he was he didn't say he was poorly, but he didn't want to go, which is unusual. So I thought it was just because he'd had a good day and he didn't want to go back. But they rang yesterday while I was halfway out, out to go and do something. Said, can you come and get him? He's not well. So we got him home and he slept and slept and slept and slept and got up and ate and slept again and got up this morning and got his Spider-Man costume on for World Book Day. Yeah. And he's absolutely fine. And then at half twelve. I got a phone call again and he's um temperature and looks like a ghost. So right. we'll keep him off tomorrow. You got got one of these viral things that are knocking about that kids seem to pick up all the time. Yeah, when I got the phone call from the school, they actually said at half eleven we had a conversation about which kids looked poorly. Right. So okay. there's obviously a few of them and he he came out on top, he was the winner. He got sent home. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a nice prize if you get sent home. Oh yeah, it's for him. So was he get an afternoon on the sofa watching whatever he wants on telly and dad running around after him or? That's what he got, yeah. Spider-Man, but I have my daughter at home anyway. I'm a stay-at-home dad as well as working from home dad with my daughter. So I have her at home all day anyway. And the school now is, we've moved house since we last spoke. The school is a two-minute walk away rather than two buses and a half-mile walk. So nice and yeah. easy. So that makes a better, that makes a difference. That's better. Yeah. I remember, I remember it was talking about that. So what, what are your ages that you've got at the moment? So Naya is, um, she's one, she's two in October, uh, in June, sorry. And Franklin's four, he's five in October. Okay, yeah. So not too dissimilar to, nah. to my sort of age gap as well. But um, yeah, with you being at home sort of full time with the little one, then, you know, when things pop up, it's nice that you are available to, to go and get the other one. But then obviously you've got the two, haven't you? Yeah, since we last spoke as well, my partner's been big changes. We moved house, my partner got a new job. And the job that she's got is in a, a, a special needs school, which is on the same site as his school. 
Okay. So if I am out for the day or not around, it's not ideal, but she can, she's next door, she can go and get him and come home. So that's, that works. sounds, sounds like quite a, as, as nice a setup as you can get really, if considering yeah. when parents have to work and, and whatever, it's at least you can make it work in your favor that way around, can't you? Definitely. Yeah. The move, the move was needed. We were too far away from family, given that I don't drive because of my arthritis my partner doesn't drive we're too far away from family the old nursery we loved it it was a farm nursery it was all based outdoors on a farm so it was great for him but it was a long journey which i didn't mind making but when we moved down here i continued to make that journey and it was two and a half hours there two and a half hours back and then back again to get him and then back home so yeah we, we managed to get him into the nursery right around the corner and now the school he'll go to school there uh, later this year so perfect and family on the doorstep for babysitting duties which we never had before Oh, yeah, that's nice as well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, mum and dad are around the corner, so they get to see the grandparents a lot more. Aunties and uncles are all around here, so, yeah, they're, they're not as isolated up there as we used to be, which is great for Franklin because he grew up, you know, as he his, his sort of main developmental years up to age four were locked, well, two to three were lockdown, so it's great for him. Yeah, so there a little bit of the challenges and and the positive side of things in terms of family life what's changed in terms of challenges or parenting wins rewards in terms of being a dad and the actual children in the past 12 months yeah well i mean the, the, there's always sort of a, been a concern with franklin because he had heart surgery as a, a little boy and again being we never know when he might be poorly again it could be you know two weeks it could be 15 years um, and where we were was a bit out of the way from family and friends and help and that nearest hospital wasn't that close and now we're right by the local hospital as well and so that's there's, there's less stress in that regard um, that the house wasn't big enough um, and now we're in a place where the kids have got a garden they can play in um, a, a bigger house Franklin's got a, a nice big room to himself you know he doesn't have to share with his sister so everything's a lot there's a lot of stress gone out of our lives there's still a lot of stress but less than there was before um bonus. yeah when we last spoke my partner was on maternity leave um and obviously not long before that was lockdown so we both spent all the time at home with franklin then naya came along the maternity leave started and that wasn't long after she'd gone back to work so when we last spoke we were all at home together all the time so i had a bit of a concern when we decided that i would work from home because working out of the office, which we'll talk about, is when we come to fatherhood, couldn't work anymore. I had this sort of concern. I'd be at home all day dadding, which I'd not done on my own before, yeah. you know, every day. Um, and the sort of the bond side of things, like if I'm spending so much time with Naya, is she going to sort of cling to me? Is, you know, is, is she not going to want to spend all that time with me? Um, but it's been great because we've got this nice little bond. But as soon as mummy comes home, she's really happy that mummy's home and there's been no sort of like, oh, I'm a daddy's girl. And it's been, um, yeah, it's been great. That's definitely a win in, is that I've managed to spend so much time with her early on. And I, I managed to juggle work and, you know, looking after her all day. It's, it's brilliant. It's great. Got a nice little bond going, which I was worried I might not get. Well, that's good. That's uh, positive, isn't it? And it sounds like you've, You've kind of got a good balance, really. How was the adjustment for you for you when um, when your partner went back to work off off maternity leave? Was there a big adjustment, or? Um, I mean, I've often, I've often from from a personal point of view, I've often 
lived alone and been in the house on my own a lot. And so that was all right. From the parenting point of view, I was sort of worried, like, because I had obviously be, being a stay at home dad as well as running the business and also then being the one who's on top of the housework. Well, I say on top of it, try to stay on top of the housework. And I was concerned, like, am I going to be able to juggle this? Like, when she, when she comes home from work, well, I've done a good enough job of dadding all day and I've not come home to a house that's in complete disarray. And will I be worrying that I've not done any sales today because I've not done any, you know, got work done? But it, as, because we're in, I'm so much more relaxed now in the environment we're in, a nicer house, you know, family around the corner. If I need, you know, someone to look after her for a day so I get some work done, grandparents happy to have her and obviously she's happy to go. That lack of stress that I was worrying about before we moved just isn't there. So I've managed to, yeah, I've, I've managed to get into it quite well. I find it really hard to keep a routine because I never know what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I've, I've adjusted well to it, I think. And uh, my partner's enjoying a new job. She's looking at me. <laughs> she's talking about me. My partner's enjoying a new job. Um, she really didn't like living where we were living because she was so far away from the family and now we're back here. So, yeah, I would say on a measure of happiness, we're probably a thousand times happier than we were before. That can't be bad then, can it? No, it's, it's brilliant. I'm loving it. It's a bonus. So what are the updates and the new developments on, on the Fatherhood clothing brand? Yeah, well, last time we spoke, which was April, we'd launched the previous October um, and we did, We'd launched to give people a bit of a background. Fatherhood clothing is it's a, a clothing brand. With, it's a mental health awareness clothing brand with a parental focus. Well, that's what it was when we last spoke. That was born out of my struggles as a dad initially. I'd got a lot of problems and, and feelings and things that I'd not dealt with before becoming a dad because I was your typical typical bloke. Mental health wasn't a thing. I was a shut up, man up, carry on kind of guy. Um, and then in March 2020, so just before lockdown, I made an attempt on my own life, um, and I went straight into lockdown, and there was there was no support available. Um, and I, I mean, we spoke a lot last time about social media. I yeah. sort of buried myself in being a dad, but also in social media, um, and started to see businesses develop in places like TikTok and Instagram, and thought well, that's quite an interesting idea. And I'm stuck at home. I've got a phone. I've got some business know-how because I've run the family business. Let's let's start something. And then we tried a few things and in the end, Fatherhood Clothing came up. And in the meantime, we've been raising money um, for the BU Anti-Bullying and Mental Health Campaign. So I decided to ask them if they partner so that as a brand, that we could create a community mainly online of people who would come and buy the clothing and they would go away and tell people what we were about and we were about raising awareness around specifically parental mental health and getting parents to understand that although there's an urge to put your kids first, you have to put yourself first sometimes to be that parent that you need to be, which is what I wasn't doing, which is how I ended up where I was. Um, and yeah, we built this sort of community up around it. And, and I, what I wanted to do was to be able to signpost people to support. So we partnered with BU. Now at the time, because a lot of people were struggling, what we did was, was we, we were putting aside 10% of our profits as and when we had them into a grant scheme for struggling families. Um, we were giving out food vouchers, electric vouchers, oh, well, food vouchers, topping up people's gas and electric. Uh, people who we saw were just having a bad time, we'd send them something through in the post as a treat. And we were doing really well. We were printing, because we set this up at the back end of sort of after lockdown, uh, after trying things throughout lockdown. We, we got an office straight away. We were given some printing equipment by friends and family who helped us out. And we were printing all our own clothing. Um, and we were 
it was mainly branded, but we came up with some mental health related designs and we, we started getting out there on social media and we started getting people joining the community who weren't just parents. Yeah. And they were finding that the community we built was a nice, safe place for them to come and talk to other people and open up. But also we had that signpost into this support there with the BU campaign. They will provide free counselling to people who are struggling to get it on the NHS. Um, and there's this sort of help and advice there. And that's where we were. And that's where we were when we spoke to you. Yeah. Um, now, not long after that, and I don't want to go into it too much because it's not really what it's about. And I'm trying to move away from it, but it was quite pivotal in the way we change things. We experienced uh, experience the horrible side of social media, let's put it, um, put it that way. And to a point where we had to get police involvement, um, it was affecting our mental health, the mental health of our community. And we had to close. Um, two reasons for that. One, because that was affecting us so much, but also my partner went back to work. Now, she'd been instrumental in the sort of designing, the the vinyl cutting. I was basically just pressing yeah. pressing clothing and packaging it and sending it and doing being the face of the brand. Right. And when she went back to work, I couldn't go into the office with a baby every day. Yeah. Orders were taking four or five weeks. Um, obviously, sales then went down. We weren't donating anything. We didn't have a deal. We didn't, weren't putting anything into the grant scheme because we weren't getting sales in. And we just had to shut. We had to take time for ourselves. And we, we sort of started looking at what other people were doing. And I thought no one's, although everyone, the, the other mental health awareness brands, and there's, there's lots there's, there's lots of them. That, I mean, there's some big ones. Boys Get Sad too. I'll shout them out. Boys Get Sad too. Talk Clothing, Unsubtle Schools, all amazing. All donate to different charities and, and support, have communities and support in their own ways. And I thought no one's got a charity's branding that they're donating to on their clothing. So we, we decided let's go to a, we had to go to a print on demand service to start with, which was difficult because there's not a lot of margin in there with a lot of them to be able to donate anything yeah. or make a living because obviously it's a business for us as well. So we, we spent a lot of time finding somewhere. They let us down massively and we had to close down again because orders weren't going out. And in the end we found somewhere and I thought, well, now we've found somewhere that's working. Let's approach one of these charities. Let's approach one of the smaller ones that people haven't heard a lot about. We're already doing stuff with BU. But let's approach one of these bigger ones who people will find more recognisable and people will have heard of, but they're not as big as Calm and Mind and Samaritans, that sort of thing. We'll need some help. Yeah. And what we were finding was people find it really hard to vocalise. We have a lot of men especially who want to talk but can't talk. When it actually comes to physically speaking, they can't do it. And Shout is a tech support service. So it, it's not just for people who are, I mean, there are a lot of people who are dealing with depression, anxiety and suicidal thoughts, but they even get kids who are just upset with their parents who have not been able to play on their Xbox, for example. It's a whole range of, of, of things they'll cover. And it's, and it's all by text. So you text Shout in capital letters to 85258 and then a, te- a trained um, volunteer will come back on text and they'll talk to you. Yeah. And you can do it all over text. And I thought, well, that's brilliant because the people we're talking to, a lot of them find it hard to vocalise. That's amazing. And I thought, well, they'll never partner with us. I thought, they, they are, they, they're not massive like some of them. They are big. And I thought, let's just email them. We've had so many opportunities come our way because I've just asked. Let's just email them. So I emailed them and they immediately said yes. Okay. Um, so my, my partner got to work on creating a design for a hoodie. And we, we looked at the prices and the ranges and we came up with a... a a specific hoodie we knew that we could sell we could still you know as a business make money 
for ourselves and, and also be able to donate. So £5 from everyone of these hoodies goes to Shout. They approved the design and then we launched it a few weeks ago. So now we have their branding on the, the back of this range of hoodies and £5 from each of those goes to, to Shout. So anyone who's coming to us for support, I was taking a lot of it on. So I'm not trained or qualified. I was signposting people, but they just wanted to talk to me. And I'm like, I'm not trained for this. It was affecting my mental health a lot because I was carrying a lot of these people's problems with me as well. And um, so now it's it's straight away. We've got someone we can put them in touch with who they can speak to immediately. Yeah, it's a lot to take whereas, on yourself, isn't it? Yeah, whereas with other places, we weren't working directly with them. We didn't really know them and we're building a relationship with Shell. But we were saying, all, you know, ring Samaritans, which is obviously, you know, the work they do is brilliant, but we didn't have a relationship with them. And I wanted to have a relationship with somebody, which is what we've now got. So when people are coming to me, I can confidently say, text this number, someone will get back to you. And it's just working. People are coming back saying, I've text, it's been fantastic. And then we still have BU there as well. And so anything with fatherhood branding, we have a specific shout clone line. I have a passion for BU. Okay. Um, and, and Rachel and the work that they do in anti-bullying, especially with the issues we've had online. Um, and so what we decided to do with the grant scheme, part of the, the hate that we were getting was a lot of mistruths being told without any foundation that we were spending grant money on ourselves, which was complete nonsense and fabrication. But I thought, well, to get rid of that, what we'll do is BU also were doing similar we were doing with the grant scheme, but also using this money for the counselling and for um, the anti-bullying workshop. So I said to, to Rachel at BU, we're just going to donate it to you. And that way, there's, you know, you can say they have donated this much this month and this is what we've used it for. So that's yeah. what we now do. 10% of anything fatherhood, motherhood, childhood branding goes to BU. They're always there for support when we pass people over. And then the shout range, which will start growing now, we've launched with them. £5 from every sale goes to shout. And their first donation will be the end of March because we launched it mid-Feb. Um, okay. I think we're yeah. about sixty pound. We have donated fifty, so I think by the end of March there's about a, a couple of hundred pound. And obviously, we okay. keep growing. The more money we can we can donate to them, help them. Yeah, that's positive. I mean, w way back on episode five of this podcast, I spoke to Alex, and and he was t talking about shout back then. Um, I know he'd had um, he'd had some involvement with shout on both sides of the phone call. Let's let's call it. Um, so yeah, we, we were, I was aware of shout back then and obviously they do some great stuff and that text service is, is, is particularly good for men, isn't it? Um, yeah, just because they don't have to speak, but it's a yeah. good gateway yeah. because once they've sent a few texts, maybe they've used it over a period of a month, they get used to expressing and then they are more willing to then open up and talk and then they can start look at things because the tech service can go so far yeah. they can look at things like therapy and counseling or, or even just you know they might actually just start talking to their friends yeah that's um, that, a great gateway for it once that conversation started like you say it it becomes slightly easier then to talk about other things or to talk to other people and you've already started the process exactly yeah so yeah the tech service is 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 a lifeline really so, yeah, of course, and it's, it's there 24-7. I, I have volunteered. We've got a lot of applications, so I've not started any training with them yet, but I, I will 
I, I should be. I don't think they're going to say you can't work with us, but there's a backlog of people applying, I think. So there, there is a sort of a training period that you do online with them. And I, I want to try as much as I can. I need to have a conversation with them, document that as well on social media so other people can see, look, if you want to do this, this is what it will take to do it okay. and try and document that for them. So a lot of our content, I've, I've started working with a content um, or a social media manager who is helping me with content because my content's all over the place. I'm not a creator, um, but I'm doing a lot more where I'm tagging in shout and I'm putting the number up. And most of the stuff from us that goes out now has that, you know, that number in there and those links in there to them. And, and soon we've had the conversation about them pushing our posts out as well so people can see who we are and then buy the hoodies. They then get more money in as well. So. Yeah, yeah. So in terms of your design ideas, is it just at the moment it's just the basic shout design with the number or is it, are you getting a bit adventurous with your designs? Yeah, so my partner does the designing. Um, we have, and I'll touch on a couple of other things as well that are quite interesting, but we have got a tattoo artist locally who wants to start doing some designing for us. So we'll be tapping him up for some designs. He's running a separate campaign, which we're getting involved with. Um, but we, I had an idea anyway for a design around the, the acid face design, the smiley face. Yeah. It'd be quite interesting to have a design where you have the smiley face and then somehow through that face you could see uh, an unhappy face. Okay. And, and the idea being that no matter what people look at on the outside, how happy they look, they can be struggling inwardly. And my partner took that and turned it into to, to something a bit more sort of streetwear-y because that's the way that a lot of the designs are going that people are interested in. So it's like a, a melting acid face yeah. with a um it's on it's on the website it's, it's like a melting acid face and as it's melting away you can see underneath the distraught face and so that's on the front and then that again on the back in bold and then shout stipulate that their initially their logo was within the face but they stipulated it has to be a certain distance away from our design so it sits on the bottom right quite okay. big right. um and then shout have their own hashtag which is hashtag give us a shout so I thought it'd be quite interesting for us to have our own shout hashtag. And obviously we had to get the permission for this. So we send them the designs, they approve them. I sent them the hashtag and said, I quite like to start this hashtag for us, which is because we're all, the the idea behind shout for us is putting across to the, the sort of, especially the men, but anybody who's, who's coming to us, um, that you don't have to vocalise, you can text. So our hashtag is hashtag can't talk and then shout in capital letters. It's hashtag can't talk shout. So that hashtag is under the design on the front as well. Okay. And then we have um, another one that's ready to send to them, um, which is around um, the idea that sitting down and having a coffee with friends is, is you know, it is one of the good tips for mental health, meeting up with somebody and talking. So it's around a coffee idea. Um we, we need to send that over to the next month and their branding is bright purple so it's it's all meant to be stand out people notice it and you know and hopefully it'll start the conversation like what's that text number? no one walks around with a number on their back um no, one no. of the other brands does have a mobile number which is brilliant you call the mobile number and it'll give you advice on where to, to go to and i thought yeah. well, i'm not going to do that because they're doing that yeah but then no one has a number on the back so people oh what's that number and then it starts the conversation it's a nice, easy one to remember. So hopefully it'll start more people using it. Yeah, hopefully. And then like we sort of discussed in the last one, we were talking about the fatherhood brand and how you hadn't sort of seen, seen the branding out in the wild. It would be, it would be something to see your hoodies and your t-shirts going out in the wild of the shout and, and yeah. Support my dad on Patreon so we can pay for the electric to charge my switch.
Thank you. We have a, a follower. He's not a follower anymore. He's a very good friend now. Lives in California. He's never left America. And he's coming over to stay with us for a week in June. In April, sorry. Never met him. It's all through what we've been doing with Fatherhood. And he's, he's coming over to meet us. And he's, he's, you know, he's booked his flights. With, we've got followers coming from all over the country to come and meet him. Because that, that's the sort of community we've built. And I've sort of learned that. You can meet some amazing people. And if you, you know, you nurture those relationships, as in life, outside of the social media environment, you can, it can do you some real good. Yeah, yeah. Well, it all sounds very exciting. Yeah, we've got one, one other thing I'd, I'd love to touch on because I, I'm sure that he, he'd like to be mentioning it. Um, okay. There's a gentleman, um, he's, he's down south, and I'm really bad for forgetting the name of the place that he is, and I'll get it wrong if I say it. So I'll just tell you what his, what his um, organisation is called. It's called Fermenta Talk. I don't know if you follow him. Luke Newman, his name is. He's written a book called The Mental Health Moles, which is 52 conversations around mental health. He's on, he's on Facebook. That's uh, For Mentor Talk. And he, he started um, a Facebook group during lockdown. And that then turned into local men's talking groups. There's, yeah. there's the obvious well-known one, like Andy's Man Club, for example. Yeah. And there's lots of small groups like that popping up around the country. And he's wanting um, facilitators all around the UK to take the For Mentor Talk model and spread it out around the country. Okay. So that's something else we're taking on as fatherhood um, and using our platform to do is to locally is to start one of those groups up in Stockport. Right. So I've secured probably the best venue I possibly could in Stockport for it. Um, and that'll be starting next month where I'll be facilitating these men's talking groups once a month to start with. So if anyone does listen who, you know, if you could give him a follow as well for men to talk, he's looking for facilitators across the uh, across the country so if you, you have a look there's an application on there you can get in touch with him and he'll tell you all about it and, and all the info so you for you to be facilitating one of them groups in in the stockport area will people need to be following fatherhood or will you have a separate sort of stock not at all for no, no, it, it is separate to fatherhood i wanted to start one myself just like i wanted to do my own podcast and i want to do this and i want to do that and i thought let's focus on what i'm doing which is the brand and, and the partnerships with the charities and make that my thing and, and I'll, I'll go on other people's podcasts and, and get the word out there and i thought with the with the group this just he just happened to pop up on his facebook feed i've been following him for a while i didn't realize he was following us actually when i right. when he emailed him he said i know who you are i've been following your journey I was like, brilliant um i've been asked me the day before i've been saying to my partner like i'd really like to do one myself and just like, look concentrate on what we're doing like if you, you've got to set all that up and work it all out but he's he's got everything in place um he's got you know a format the branding everything so all i've got is market it and turn up and facilitate okay. it we've got some great people locally who want to come and help as well so that is totally for mentor talk i'll be work, working as it were it's voluntary but for for mentor talk yeah. is completely separate yeah but I, I wanted to you know you know get people onto that as well because he's, he's looking for people all over the country and we need more groups like that and i was actually shocked when i put out a post locally asking if anyone knew of any space we could use first of all shocked at how many people offered me space for free Okay. with refreshments and, and, and all sorts of stuff um but also how many groups exist like i'm obviously a big advocate for men's mental health as well as obviously mental health in general and and i've always said and i think it's on the last podcast there's the thing around the men's mental health movement is a lot of people concentrate on this there's nowhere for men to go and it's that's not really it it's that 
the stigma around it means that men don't open up. Yeah. So there could be 5,000 places in your town to go to or 5,000 different people like me on TikTok or Instagram that you can go and message. But the nature of the man is that they won't do. No. There is places there. The amount of people that come at you saying, oh, so-and-so is doing this one up the road in this town and there's one in this town and there's already one in this town. I was like, there's like 10 of these here already. I didn't even know they were there. So that it is there. It's just men need to open up and talk and use them. So the more we can, the more we can do, the better. There's a lot more available now than ever before, and and whether that's online, virtually, or um, in your hometown, there will be something nearby. Or if it's if it's that you've got to travel five miles up the road, uh, a short car ride, then you will find something. But like you said, it's it, all there, and we are on our on our uh, website at the moment. I'm in the, I'm in the process of updating it. There's a section that says "Wear Your Mind on Your Sleeve," which was a campaign that I think we were doing last time we spoke. Where yeah. We had people from our community coming on to mainly Instagram and going live with me and telling me their stories, mental health stories, addiction stories, um, stories around grief, baby loss, all sorts of things, in a bid to get others to listen and think, oh, I can open up and talk about that. And that's that was getting a bit too much for me um, because some people were writing in and asking me to tell the story, and it, it was really getting too much for me. So that, that section on the website is going to change to a support page soon. And one of the things that I want to put in there and I'm trying to compile is a list of all the major cities in the country and a list of all the different places that have these groups and links to them. That's going to take some time. So hopefully by the end of the summer, I should have on the website there. Um, and I've started blogging quite a lot now. Um, I've tried, I'm trying to do a blog every every week at least. Um, yeah. I will I will put blogs out every time I find a new one. But eventually, I'll have a full comprehensive list there. So if you're in Newcastle, you can jump on the website and you'll be able to scroll down and find Newcastle and links to all the groups in Newcastle, for example. And that's something that I'm sort of committed to getting done as quick as I can. Although it may take some time. That's the that's the um, the difficult part sometimes in terms of where you're based and where you're sort of you you following let's call it comes from because like yourself you're in stockport i'm not too far away from you but you you haven't necessarily promoted and built up this community locally you've you've built it online so there could be people everywhere and and in your case even yeah. in america so you know it's it's hard sometimes to to um put something out on your own social media to say well there's there's 10 different groups tonight around mental health and, and there's three of them are specifically for men and put that out on your social media to say that's in Stockport tonight because the vast majority of your, of your audience or, or your community yeah. might, might not even be anywhere near Stockport. So it's difficult, isn't it? No. So it's just every week. The, the idea will be that once a week I do a blog reminding people or a post reminding people, here's the link to the website and it's all there. Yeah. And it will never be completely up to date because there'll be new ones opening and ones closing. The go the go to is Andy's Man Club. They're absolutely fantastic. The, but like with anything, that might not fit everybody. Yeah. And and like with me, I love Andy's. They're from seven till nine PM in the city centre. That's not doable for me. Yeah. Um. But there's six or seven right near my house on a Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. I didn't even know there. Okay. So any one of the nights that I've been to Andy's. I could have got up and walked 10 minutes down the road to the community centre. I didn't even know it was there. So mm. I think it's important that I try and get that out there. And then hopefully other people will share it. Other people will take that link and share it themselves. And 
or it becomes a bit of a community page for yourself where other people can add their, you know, did you know that there was this in this town and, you know. Yeah, yeah, just, you know, it'll be a case of I'll have on there, you know, if you know any more, drop me an email and I'll yeah. check it out first and then I'll, you know, I'll put it on. Yeah, that's a really useful thing to do. It's um, it's something I've had sort of, like you said, you have these ideas, you think, oh, I could do this, that, I could do the other. Time doesn't allow it. You've got a family, you you know, you do other things. Um, running like a weekend dad's club once a month is something I had ideas to do. I haven't got around to it. I'm, I just, I don't know if I will, but it's, it's an idea that's still yeah. there. I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't, for for Luke advertising it and saying, you know, here's 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 the format, here's the branding, here's everything. I just need you to get a venue and facilitate it. Yeah, um, you've almost got do, the easy job, but it's not yeah, the easy I can, job, I is can it? Do one Sunday a month, you know, or one Thursday night a month. Yeah, you can make sure I work that in, um, and it'll help me when when people come to me within the community or on social media and say, I mean, we never offer advice. I'm not qualified to do that. My advice is contact one of these people, and I can. So, you know, in a way, I advise because someone comes to me and says, "Oh, this is how I'm feeling," or "This is," I will, I will think, "Well, I know of five places, and of those five, these two will probably be best based on what you told me." But I will never give, you know, medical advice or anything like that, and, and neither do these these places. Um, but it's just good to have a bank of different places to send people to, and and it'll only help me through the stuff we shout and, and everything else, and helping these people that come to us as a business. We're about selling the clothing. That's you know, it's it's going to be our livelihood um but i wouldn't be doing it if i couldn't use it to raise the money to help the charities and i wouldn't be doing it if i couldn't use it to help support people if it was just i wanted to start a clothing brand i wouldn't have done it it's not you know it's not something i would have wanted to put all my effort into it's, it's about the being able to use that to get that support to people and to raise the money and that's what we're that's what we're trying to do yeah it's 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 all about the whole package and the whole journey and that's 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 you wrapped up in fatherhood isn't it really have you got any final final things we you want to talk about or to to finish off on? No, I just just want to you know say to people that um, you know what we're all about is making sure yes it's fatherhood and we've got motherhood and childhood and it's around parental mental health but we we are there for everybody and there is support there for everybody whether you you you, you start following us on our social media which is all at fatherhood. F-T-H-I-H-O-D. I still have to keep telling people how to do it or they put in fatherhood spelt normal they don't find us. Yeah. Uh, or you go to some, somewhere else. It is there. It is there. You, you've just got to look for it and ask for it. Um, and and if you if you need it and you really are having trouble vocalising, just use that number, 85258. You text shout in capital letters to it and you'll get somebody who is listening on the end of the, on the, end of the text. And these people do care as well. I say I wanted to emphasise the shout side of things on, on this this podcast and the, the people on there really do care. Like it's not easy to be one of those volunteers. You don't just go out, I want I want to volunteer, and then it's like, oh you've got a phone, all right, yeah, you start on Tuesday. There's people up at two in the morning who are you know, who have done voluntary training to do it, and they are people who genuinely care. So use that number for and if you need help, ask for it. Well, thanks for coming back on and, and updating no us and we could have a little dad catch up. Thanks for having me. And uh Maybe there'll be a, a an episode three at some point in the future. We'll see where things go. Eh? Yeah, I would be remiss if I didn't ask people to visit the website. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, plug you yourself. Go for it. Well. I will give you a discount code as well to say we raise we, we do use it to raise money for the BU anti bullying mental health campaign. So if you use BU so B E E U ten at checkout, you'll get ten percent off as well. Brilliant.
I made a note about a discount code for myself. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, it should work. I'll check after. But it should work. <laughs> okay, mate. Um, well, thanks for joining. Thank you very much for having us, mate. It's been good to talk again.